Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. September the 22nd, um, and we are finishing off, well, finishing off the last of these points and rolling into the actual Harris rules for better presentation and communication skills. And again, we're trying to keep, as we do on every podcast, things very, very practical and tactical. We don't have too many highfalutin conversations. Most of our conversations are very, you know, designed to put you guys in a position where you can be of service to other people and make money as quick as possible. And hopefully that is what all of you are looking for. So this has been uh, an introduction to uh, better presentation and communication skills, and we're going to be picking up on point number, really it's sub-point number seven, right? I mean, yes. in essence. Yeah. Yes, these were the seven sins of speaking, essentially, to eradicate those so that we then can get on to some rules for improving your speaking. And number seven is good old-fashioned lying. Well, that sounds a little severe, doesn't it? But lying to cover your tracks, lying to obfuscate the truth, lying to manipulate or to dodge accountability. Simply have a policy not to be a liar. Uh, Julian Treasure, who I referred to as uh, TED Talks earlier, suggests that we put a positive light on all this to get right on back on the right track with our presentation and communication. He uses the word hail, H-A-I-L, to remind us of some speaking cornerstones. So the H is for honesty. That simply means be accurate, be truthful. A is for authenticity, be yourself. We often coach our coaching clients to be yourself first, be yourself selling real estate second, so authenticity. The I inhale is integrity. Do what you're saying, you say you're going to do. Do it when you say you're going to do it. Under promise and over deliver. Set the example. We talked about uh, moments of truth yesterday. That's a good place to use that integrity. And then he says love. Wish the best for people. Be of service. When you're here to be of service, it's awfully hard to be judgmental, gossipy, or negative. I can see why you were attracted to this guy, Julie, because pretty much those are right in alignment with the Harris Rules, our book. Exactly. But I will say, you know, so lying. Let's talk about that. Now, mm -hmm. there are going to be situations where you're going to be in the field, right, working with buyers or sellers or other agents, where you're going to be asked a question. And you're not necessarily going to know the answer to the question. And unfortunately, you're going to then essentially create an answer or obfuscate what might be the truth or whatever, whatever. You're going to then start sliding down a slippery slope of being somebody who is not willing to say, listen, I don't know the answer to the question. I'll go find out. And that's one of the most powerful things you can learn at any point in your career about any aspect of your life. And if you don't have an opinion, this is another thing that people will do oftentimes. If you don't, if there's a conversation going on, uh, don't feel uh, obligated to throw in your opinion if you don't have an opinion that's based on, you know, that's going to bring value to whatever the conversation yes, is. That's right. But, but specifically, though, that's just your ego. Your ego wants to be heard. Your ego wants to say something that other people want to listen to. Your ego maybe wants to dominate the other people and what they said or best what they said. And the, sometimes the best thing is to say nothing and just hang back and just agree with people and say, you know, that's an interesting point. I'll have to think about that. Or, but in a specific sales environment, if you get asked a question that you don't know the answer to, the most powerful thing you can do is, you know what, I'm going to check to make sure I give you the best answer to that question. You know what, Bob, that is a really great, great question. 
I'm going to check to see what the state-of-the-art answer is to that question. Uh, give me a day or give me five minutes. Where it, can I follow up with you this evening? Exactly. And then make sure you do it because that goes to the whole integrity thing. Do what you say you're going to do and do it when you say you're going to do it. So it's okay not to always have the answers. It's way uh, better, to your point, Tim, it, it shows such a higher level of professionalism to not uh, BS the answer, to not guess at the answer. And it, what usually, I don't, I think a lot of them are not intentionally lying. It's that they feel like they're supposed to have an answer, so they kind of guess at an answer, and then it ends up being lying. Well, so sophisticated people, even moderately sophisticated people, will ask questions that they already know the answer to just to see what your answer is going to be. Mm-hmm. To, to, they asked that originally just to see if your answer is in alignment with what they already think. But then what happens sometimes if they realize you're answering the question and, and you're lying about the answer, then you immediately have nullified any possibility of you doing business with them, yeah. let alone having any relationship. But you lost your integrity. They you did. Trust you. And, and they, they sort of unintentionally or you know caught you uh, essentially obfuscating the truth. But more sophisticated people do that intentionally. They'll actually ask questions when you say, I'm a realtor and I specialize in this marketplace. They might, they might ask you, they, they know their house, their neighbor's house down the way just sold for whatever it sold for. But they're going to ask you a question about why you think that house sold for what it sold for. And then because what they're really testing you is to see what your opinion was. But now when they realize you never were in the house, but you're acting like you were, mm-hmm. now basically they've just... Now you're full of crap to them. Exactly. And you, and you do that and people do that just because they think they always have to have an answer for everything. Whereas I'm telling you the most powerful thing you can say is, listen, I really respect that question. It's a great question. I'm going to do some homework and I'll get right back with you. And where was the best way for me to reach you? Or you can, by the way, pick up your smartphone and there's a little <laughs> secret software program out called Google and you can fire, fire up the Google magic machine, Google right? Hit the magic Google button, get answers right then and there too. But just be very careful because it has become, with a lot of people, it's become natural. They'll, they'll say, I didn't lie, but it's just a little white lie. Well, it's still a lie and it compounds and that you definitely make it so those people aren't going to trust you when it comes to getting answers to the really big questions. Well, you know, that's embedded in our scripts in our coaching program. It's called Scripts to Save Your Bacon. I wanted to call it something else, but the uh, <laughs> editors cleaned my act up a little bit. You mean uh, in Harris Rules, the book. And in Harris Rules, the book. It's also yep. in our scripts in the coaching program. So, right. Okay. So that's hail, honesty, authenticity, integrity, and love. And then we're going to have some rules about this. Harris Rules for better presentation and communication, keeping it practical and tactical. So point number one, we mentioned this a little bit as a prequel at the end of yesterday's podcast, eliminate the use of I, me, my, or mine from your speech unless you're apologizing. We talked about when you apologize, you've got to own it by saying, I did that. But with the exception of that, the use of I is, um, you know, an expression of ego. And there's a, there's a twin podcast that I pull material from some, or a TED Talk, and she says, um, this is also in the top 10 uh, TED Talks, where, where she talks about when you are having a conversation and I start to immediately go, well, that's just like the time that I... Now I've just made it all about me, which means I totally ignored what you just said. And my experience is not the same as your experience. So now I'm down a big ego rabbit hole. So eliminate the use of I, me, my, or mine from your speech. And if you're not sure that you're doing it, start recording some of your calls. There's lots of different uh, apps for recording some of your conversations and just see how often do you throw I, me, my, or mine in? This goes back to um, Ford, right? When we did that call uh, the other day on introverts, or we did that podcast series mm-hmm. on being an introvert and being successful. One of the most powerful things you can do is literally never talk about yourself. 
Don't bring mm-hmm. up anything about yourself. Don't try to pivot the conversation about yourself. Just follow, you know, and it, this is what, what you're doing is you're not being inauthentic or fake by showing interest in them. What you're doing is you're showing interest in them, right? You're turning <laughs> off your internal yeah. ego's desire to be heard and to, be, to, to, you know, to say, I know this or I feel this way or this is my opinion. Just for the sake of this experiment, I challenge all of you to purge for the next 48 hours any of these personal pronouns like I, me, my, mine, completely and totally try to remove those words from your speech. And I promise you it's going to be incredibly difficult because you've gotten, you've normalized essentially talking about yourself too much. Because the essence of it is, and I don't mean this as as the words say, but I'm saying it this way to make a point. Nobody gives a rat's ass about you, right? In essence, nobody cares to hear your story or your opinion. I know that's not true, but you guys are, I'm trying to make a point. But if you show interest in what they have to say by asking questions about what they think, what they feel, you know, Ford, family, occupation, recreation, dreams, it's asking them about their family. The point of Ford is not for you to stand in front of them and talk about your family. Right. Then, okay, now I'm done talking about my family, Bob. Now I'm going to now uh, subject you to an hour of me talking about my <laughs> occupation. No, 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 Bob, don't go anywhere. No. This isn't about you. I'm only on the O. You're just supposed to listen. <laughs> I'm only on the O. And now we're gonna, I'm going to tell you how much I love water skiing. That's going to be recreation, right? No, the point of Ford and the point of what we're trying to help you guys understand is the way you make people, first of all, the way you become a better person, the way you feel more connected to people, the way you feel more fulfilled, the way you feel more on purpose is being intentional about getting to know other people by asking them questions and never avoid just avoid at all costs talking about yourself don't do it to a point where it's awkward right well let's talk about the whole mirroring and matching fiasco well that goes to the whole black art science Uh, yeah yeah yeah. forget about that forget about that nlp if you are actually listening which is point number two here you don't have to make up all of this you know, voodoo and witchcraft to trick somebody into thinking you're listening, actually pay attention. So point number two is listen more than you speak. Record some of your conversations when you're doing lead follow-up, for example, or calling past clients. What percent of the time are you speaking versus the other person? Make it all about the other person every time. And again, you won't necessarily know unless you are recording it, you're becoming more conscious of it. But what percent are you listening versus speaking? Well, how about this? When you're listening to other people speaking, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say you're going to be a, you know, a, um, uh, you're listening to other people talking. You're going to be out and about today. You're going to just do your normal things and make a point of, again, just from, as you're going through this exercise, listen, at, you're amongst, uh, you're a little triumphant, right? You're with three of your friends or whatever, and you're listening to them talk. Just keep your mouth shut and listen to see how the conversation actually goes, how much it's almost like a game of tennis to see how, how much they can talk about themselves before basically it's the other person's turn. Whereas if you were to enter in that conversation, you were to start asking questions about people, you guys will experience um, a facet of life that you will think, as I say this, if you've not experienced this before, you'll think I'm exaggerating. But what's going to happen is people will see you and they will want to stand by you. They'll want to talk to you. You could be a crowded room and there's Julie. And every time I'm around Julie, she makes me feel really good. I don't consciously know why she makes me feel really good. The reason Julie makes her feel really good is because Julie asks questions about her family, never talks about herself, never talks about her own situation. 
They might ask questions about Zoe because they know Zoe from school or whatever. But then Julie's not going to talk a lot about that. She's going to pivot right back and asking about their kids. And every time somebody sees you in a big group or a small group at the grocery store when you're out and about, they're going to gravitate towards you because you are the only person in their lives. Remember I I told you nobody gives a rat's ass about you? Mm -hmm. But if you become the person that gives a rat's ass about other people, you then have that certain genocide qual, that magic pixie dust that everyone aspires to have, that people think that they can fake through all these other means other than just good old-fashioned, classic, um, hard-won communication and presentation skills. By the way, uh, we have a new... Um, a new option for you guys. Oh. Text the word Harris to 47372. Text the word Harris to 47372. And when you do, and I think we have 23 spots available today and tomorrow, you're going to be entitled to a free coaching call with one of our new member coaches. And you're also going to get the new version of Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate Agents. So if you text the word Harris to 47372, you're going to get a free coaching call and you're also going to get your fill-in-the-blank uh, business and life plan. So just go ahead and text the word Harris to 47372. The goal of these um, free coaching calls is this is the time of year when you're essentially taking account of how you did this past year and what you're planning on doing next year. So this is the perfect time of year to get your business planning uh, ready and already in place for next year. The perfect time of year for you to get your personal plan, your business plan, your lead generation plan, what you need to do to get to the next level in your business plan. That's what's going to come as a result of your free coaching call with one of our new member coaches. So just text the word Harris to 47372 and just do that now. We have a handful of spots available. I've asked them all to leave room in their schedules every day so they could talk with you guys. So just text the word Harris to 47372 and you can choose your day and your time and you are off to the races. Yes, so point number three was ask good questions and listen to the answers. Use pre-qualifying scripts, for example. I got a quote from Roy Bennett. He said, listen with curiosity. Speak with honesty. Act with integrity. The greatest problem with communication is we don't listen to understand. We listen to reply. When we listen with curiosity, we don't listen with the intent to reply. We listen for what's behind the words. So this point should really say, ask good questions, listen to the answers, and remember what the answers are. So this should really be point number four. It reset the numbers. Okay, so point number four, don't be so anxious to say the next thing. When you're jumping in to say the next thing, you can't listen to the current thing. Okay, so these two last two points that Julie made are incredibly important. And this, again, let's just use this from a, from a sales training perspective. Let's say you're using one of our scripts, conversation outlines. You ask the question, and if you don't, if there has to be something that happens between the question where you acknowledge what they just said. So, for example, and let, let's just use this in an interpersonal basis and not a formal basis through, like, you know, lead, proactive lead generation, right? So if you're out and about and you're talking to, you know, Julie and, you know, and I'm asking Julie about, Mm -hmm. I'm forwarding her, I'm asking her about her family. One of the ways for you to make sure, for you to really um, differentiate yourself in her mind as far as somebody who's really special is when she says something, not only are you going to ask questions about it, but in some cases you repeat what she said. So Julie, how long have you lived in Puerto Rico? Uh, just about two years now. Wow, you've lived here two years. That's incredible. Yeah. You're you're almost a veteran here. I think so. Some some days I feel more like that than others. You guys see how I did that? Yeah. So that's all it really is, is you're repeating what they said so they know what you said. Now, when you're actually doing it formally, when you're uh, proactively generating and you're talking to a prospect, centers of influence, past client, expired for sale by owner, whatever it is, all the things we teach you in our coaching program, that is equally as important. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're asking the questions, 
do you'll have a couple little things you can say that will repeat and affirm what they just said. It's to the per, intent of that has two benefits. One, it slows you down, mm-hmm. so you're not just bouncing to the next question. And two, that you're telling them that you just heard what they said. And remember, we were just talking a second ago how important it is that if you really want to rise in someone's uh, psyche, uh, if you want to be seen as that something special. If you ask them questions, you listen to what they say, that immediately yes. – some people just like dealing with great salespeople, not because they have any intention of buying anything, but because they like to feel like they have somebody who's listening to them. And mm-hmm. I, some of you guys might be like that. Mm-hmm. You might go and you know, fake shop for things just because the salesperson is going to be asking you questions and giving you their well, full attention. attention. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, A lot of and people do that. When you're doing the whole uh, repeating business, don't, re- don't just simply word by word repeat – that gets to be awkward, especially if you do it after every question. You want to have a little bridge in there, like, what I hear you saying is. Right. And then you can do a little, tell me more about that, mm-hmm. or just so I understand. It's or, a skills thing, though. Just so, we're, just so I'm hearing you clearly. And so this is one of the things that we work on a lot in coaching. That's and, interesting. Yeah. Can you repeat that? That's another exactly. good one. You know, wow, I have not heard someone say that before. Can you give me a little bit more information about that? We give you all these in the coaching program. So, again, the the point of it is, is when you're starting, it is going to be a learned skill. It's a script that you're going to follow. We want you to memorize the script first. Then we want you to internalize it. And then we absolutely want you to personalize it. We don't, you know, some people will say, I don't want to use the script because those aren't my words. That's not how I'm going to say it. How are you going to learn anything unless you do it like somebody else has done it first? You're never going to learn anything unless you basically hire a coach, learn what to say, learn how to do it. And a lot of you, what you try to do is you just jump right to the personalization. You wonder why it didn't work. Well, I just had this conversation with Chris Leon in Chicago, okay? And Chris has gotten way better with his scripts. I listen to his calls from time to time. And we've worked on a lot of this type of thing. Well, what he's working on now is closing a little bit faster and a little bit more frequently. But what I said to Chris was we went through a series of scripts to help him close. And I said, you know, you are to the point now where most of this is internalized, so you can criticize this. And I said, you know, we, can't, we don't say that to all coaching clients because no. you can't just cut right to it. But because he's had thousands of calls now and he gets it, He's only a tiny bridge away from being able to close more. Well, it's those levels of mastery, right? That's unconscious, exactly right. Unconscious incompetence, conscious competence, conscious incompetence, unconscious incompetence, uh, yes. right? Yes. Well, he's and crossed over into uh, conscious from, competence. He's going from two to three. Exactly. Right. But that, that's because he's put in the effort and he's taken the time. Yes. Exactly. Okay. One more point, And then I think we both have calls to get to. We do. All right. Next is use, the, I think this is point number one, two, three, four, five. Use the super secret app known as your mobile phone. Pick it up, talk into it, do this regularly. It's very simple. Use your phone more than you use digital communication. Facebook and whatnot. If you are about to text, email, tweet, or post, call instead. It does have a higher level of value. The only thing that has more value than calling is the in-person conversation. Except if you want to get hold of me, in that case, do text first. Then you have to text. Because I never answer the phone. (laughs) That's the Which, by by the way, this is a really great point to uh, a spot to say we have a new sponsor. Oh, tell, tell me about you? that. CoreLogic. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, I know. They're great. So, so CoreLogic is a, uh, I mean, it's a company everyone uses in real mm-hmm. estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but we have a live read that we have to do. So we have to oh, do the audio for I'm, it. It would be my pleasure, too. I really uh, love what they well, do. Well, maybe I'll have you do it so I don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? Well, so, yeah, yes. So welcome, CoreLogic. We certainly appreciate having, you know, it's fun when we have sponsors that are, have nothing to do with real estate. Um, but it's better when we have sponsors that are in the real estate industry because obviously that's going to be more in alignment with what you guys are interested in. In any event, that was a big announcement. And also, if you guys are interested, many of you, 
I dare I say thousands of you are on, in the, you know, essentially on the path to join eXp. You're eXp Realty curious. You've heard about it. Everyone's talking about it. You've heard all these stories. You've watched the videos. And let's say you're wanting to, uh, you're just looking for more information. Well, if you're looking for more information on eXp, I've essentially put together, we put together a website that encompasses everything you need to know. Just text the letters EXP to 47372. Text the letters EXP to 47372. Um, if you're looking to join EXP today, and if you'd like to talk to me about Julie and I being your sponsor, just text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. Yes, Julie and I are formally applying to be your EXP Realty sponsors. It would be our honor to do so. Or if you're just going to join, you can just name Julie Harris as your sponsor. Julie Harris, Georgetown, Texas, she's the first option when you're on the menu. But either way, I'd love to talk with you guys about the amazing opportunities that are available to agents who are joining eXp. It's the reason that eXp is the fastest growing real estate brokerage in history. And it's the reason we aligned with them. It's the reason that you need to take a serious look at it as well. Anything else you'd like to say to these guys? Let's get to work. Yes. So we're going to pick up where we left off today, tomorrow. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.